0: All right, back out of here on the fan, the defense of David Njoku. Later on this show, off the beaten path, coming your way at 940. Now, let's get to the fan focus. All right, leading us off, it's going to be Kenan Anthony on Miles Garrett. If the season goes poorly for the Browns. Uh, are you upset with me?
1: Yeah,
2: 940 coming in hot. Are you, up, well,
1: are you uh, upset with a yourself that, because a back, that a because backfired? Because
2: I think in Walter White fashion, you win again. For years, <laughs> for years, the relationship of this radio show is Ken says something very positive about a sports team in Cleveland. And then I don't
1: I, say it to I, just favor.
2: Just let me put it out there. Oh. And then I come back and say, well, no, I don't think this team is going to do that well because of these reasons. And then everybody takes your side, and I get crushed, and I'm Mr. Negative. So when Ken earlier in the show flat out stated that he would be okay... If Miles Garrett asked for a trade at the end of the season, if they did not make the playoffs, I said, well, okay, my work here is done. I'm just going <laughs> to disseminate that out to the masses. I'm going to put it out there and let everybody see that Ken you has you- taken a heel turn. And I put it out there, spectacularly so. I didn't even tag his name in it because I didn't want him to be distracted by all the responses. that were going to come in saying, what has happened to Ken? Now Lima's the one we really like instead it actually backfired on me yeah. completely everybody's like yeah yeah but if miles wants out at the end of this uh, we don't blame cuz i want you to see what I is can't blame. on i
1: want you to see what is on the line for this season and i i'm glad everybody can see that i've only tried to be honest with you i've only told and it, it's in my head by the way and i've been i've been led astray there's been times yes but i've never lied to you I've never once ever, ever in the history of this show or in the history of this station went out and said, I'm going to tell him something that isn't true just to make him feel better or something that I feel isn't true just to make him feel better. I've told you the 100% absolute truth every single time. What are you saying? You saying I'm lying? When, when, when,
2: when, 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 tell me one yeah, thing, maybe in Na- your, name one maybe thing. in your zeal to tell fans what maybe they were excited to hear, you might but have, I, but, no, 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 but I felt that way, it was my personal
1: opinion, and I meant that, I felt that way. When I, okay, you want to bring up where they, where they weren't tanking? You sure about that? <laughs> you sure about that? Thank That's
2: for, why?
3: Thank
1: you for playing that because another show ripped us off. Yeah, oh, okay. it, really?
0: Yeah. I never found out what show ripped him off. Oh, to have friends in high places. Anyway, we're going to talk about this a little bit later on, 10 o'clock hours, so stay tuned for that. I think the discussion's interesting. I, I am burying it a little bit. Not that there's any part of burying in this show, but I didn't lead with this discussion and didn't talk about it till now because it does make me feel a little queasy because I, I have such belief in the in the Browns being a good team this next year that to think about this team being bad and then living with those repercussions it's not something I really want to go down often if I'm being honest and that is a personal and a selfish motive on my behalf because I know we're going to have to have some of these discussions but I don't like thinking about this Browns team being poor and being bad mainly because I know that's not good for me personally within this radio show because you guys are much more interested if the team is good and also uh, my mental health needs a win. I need the Browns to be good, okay? I need to be I need to have myself reassured that Deshaun Watson is who I think he is, okay? I need that personally. So we got a lot invested in this upcoming year and we have a lot invested together in this upcoming year. So let's just be great Browns. Don't even sweat it. Be great. We move on. Nick riding solo today on the self-checkout line at the grocery store.
3: I should get $10 an hour if I'm bagging my own groceries. It's only fair. What's Or whatever. Uh, $10 an hour. Is that what the minimum wage is? Uh, whatever it is, I should get paid for that hour of work for bagging my own groceries. That's neither here nor there. But I'm in the self-checkout line. And in the, the one store that I'm in today, there's two... Smaller checkout, self checkouts, right? Where you, it's, it's, you, you, if you have anything more than the old twelve items or less, it, it's, there's just not enough space for you to put stuff. And then there's one with the actual belt on. It. And there's a, there's a, a middle-aged lady, very nice, uh, you know, attractive, fifty-year-old woman, and the prime of her youth, and she has, and I'm not exaggerating, she has a cart full. And she is in one of the two self-checkout stalls where there's no way she can possibly scan all of it and and have it on those sensors. And so she she keeps running into the problems where it's like, you need to put this into a bag. Are you not going to bag this? And then when you say you're not going to bag this, they think you're stealing it so that it automatically calls the attendant over. So what should be a relatively fast-paced endeavor was completely weighed down by this lady. And I, and like part of me wanted to say, did you not understand the implication? The implication in those stalls is 12 items or less. The, the, you shouldn't need a sign to tell you. Because if you don't adhere to the, well, let's not buy everything in the store and go to this small self, self-checkout item. If you don't, you're wasting
0: the time of the people who, who do. Me. I, he's just wrong. If there's not a sign, then there's no 12 items or 10 items or less. There's no assumption with a self-checkout. Maybe the the store he goes to there is, but I go to a store. Might be a different store. Store I go to for my groceries. There's a massive amount of self-checkouts. And I go in there all the time, and, and I see a lot of other people as well. I have full carts. Filled up with all my groceries and you go in the self-checkout and you do it. I, I used to not like the self-checkout. I used to have that same philosophy philosophy like, Oh, uh, well then pay me money for doing my own, my own checking out. But honestly guys, it's not that hard. It's just not, it's not a difficult thing to do. I'm sorry. It's just not, it's, it's very easy. You find the, you find the barcode, you pick up the item, you scan on the barcode, and then you put it in the bag. It's just, it couldn't be more simpler is all. Now, we, I know there are people that like to do a little five finger discount when you know anytime they have a self checkout. That would be the only thing that I don't understand why these grocery stores, these Targets, WalMarts, places like that, I don't know why they think they're winning at the end of the day on this. Because I feel like way too many people are like, oh well, blueberries didn't register, let's just throw those in instead. And there's no there's no policing on that. It's a self police job and. in society, we're just not we're just not good enough at that, I'm sorry, we're just not I'm basically a boy scout so I play by the book but I know for a fact there are some people out there that always always scan one miss on another and then scan a couple more and then miss on another by the end of the checkout, they've saved 15, 20 bucks the grocery stores aren't winning there but I don't mind it. Honestly, I don't mind it. I don't mind the self-checkout. And you can have as many items as you want. Baskin and Phelps on Aaron Rodgers and the Jets getting hard knocks. He's
2: out playing golf at the American Century Championship uh, Celebrity Golf Tournament.
1: Yeah, those, those in are in too.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's a nice thing. But he was interviewed, asked about hard knocks, and, and he said, and, of course, he's now with the New York Jets, I understand the appeal with us. Obviously, there are a lot of eyes on me. A lot of eyes on our team, a lot of expectations for our squad. They forced it down our throats, and we got to deal with it. That's fair. I, you know what, though? They, they I kind of did.
3: Well, guess what? If You're in the NFL, and you were one of the teams eligible to be on Hard Knocks. So and, and
2: you're one of the superstars it. of the league.
3: Yes. And now you're going to the biggest market. Yes. I, I, I just, We all I saw this coming, right? Yeah, I don't have any sympathy for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the guy wanted to host Jeopardy. And now you're going to sit here and you're going to complain about having to be on Hard Knocks? Well, Oh, because what if they said, oh, you know, we'll pay you and you can have the same salary uh, that we were going to give you on Jeopardy. You think you would shut up then? Probably. I don't You play football for a living. You make millions of dollars. Fans want to watch you. They want to see what you look like with the Jets. They want to see what's going on. Quit your whining and just go play. So what if the NFL shoved it down your throat?
0: I like an impassioned Andy Baskin by the way. I always like a fired up Andy Baskin. It's one of my favorite versions of Andy Baskin. I'm so over Hard Knocks. I'm not going to watch this year. I'm I'm not going to watch. I've been watching quarterback on Netflix. I'm through 5 episodes now. Kirk Cousins, Patrick Mahomes, Marcus Mariota. I'm now if they made if they made 75 episodes, I would watch all 75. I it's too good. They make it too well. I enjoy it too much. Like, like, part of why Hard Knocks sucks is the idea that there's a lot of Devin caju stories. There's a lot of stories of guys we don't know about, don't care about, and don't want to remember three weeks after the whole show is done. I care about Marcus Mariota. I care about Kirk Cousins. I care about Patrick Mahomes. Highlight those guys. So if you want to turn Hard Knocks into a, a four-week Run through of what Aaron Rodgers is going through in his life, then maybe I'll pay attention a little bit more. And I like this Jets team. That's the weird part. From a personality standpoint, I like this Jets team. I like Rodgers. I like Brees Hall. I like Sauce Gardner. I like Garrett Wilson. I, I like a lot of these players. But I'm not really interested in what Hard Knocks has to offer. All right, we move forward. The morning show on tattoos.
1: Let me ask you this.
0: We have a co-host, not a
1: co-host, but we have a co-worker here. We have a co-worker here in this building. How old are you allowed to be to get your first tattoo? This guy, he... Uh, so Don't I, mention the other thing. I'm not going to... Well, I, I, there's another thing I have to mention about him. He got, well, okay, he got an electric car... Alright, he uh-huh. got a, he got a trendy electric car I'm not going to name the name I think Not know. as expensive as I thought it was He got a trendy electric car And he just got this Big forearm tattoo It's on the inner forearm And he he got another Procedure done That I don't know how to explain it How do I explain it without naming names here?
2: Oh, just he, go ahead and say he, it. He, he got, a, he he got the like, hair transplant. Ah, okay,
1: okay he, he got that. But he got the tattoo, and I'm like, look at it and that, that. When I was giving away the tickets to uh, the Eagles it was Steely Dan coming up October 17th, when I was giving away the tickets to the Eagles and Steely Dan, I looked on my computer and I was like, ooh, the size of this tattoo on his yeah. forearm. What's it say? Huge. Wakanda forever? It is huge. And it's a. <laughs> Tattoo. I don't know what it is. It's like a, a, a sign with like headphones on it, and I'm like, "What is this?" And
0: oh, so it has some meaning to him, then, right? It's got the headphones.
1: Honestly, what what is that? Radio is important to me. Do I go get a do I go get a tattoo when I turn forty eight? I'm going. You're. I going think to that's a little late. Yeah, because years
2: to because he has no
1: other tattoos, right? How old it? Like, okay, I, I get if something traumatizing happens in your life. I can understand you doing it. All right? That's. Let's not even. That's a bridge we're not crossing. All right? Stay on mainland here. But I'm looking at this. I'm going, Timmy, baby. Do we need to talk to one of the dream team here? One of my dream team specializes in divorce just in case. Don't think I'm not willing to break that glass if I have to.
0: Well, I'm friends with him as well and I can't see where he put a tattoo on Facebook so I'm very confused right now. I assume they just saw it when they went down the hall. I didn't know he posted anything public on it. Hey, radio means a lot to him. Radio means a lot to him. I you know, I'm not a tattoo guy, but people have tattoos. They like tattoos. Doesn't matter what age you are when you get tattoos. Here's the bigger concern we got to address though. Why is Ken Carmen the police of midlife crisis? Why why is he always checking people whether or not they have a midlife crisis? the, The thing a couple months ago was any guy near 40 years old that buys a pair of Jordans is having a midlife crisis. Now all of a sudden you get a tattoo in your 40s, you're having a midlife crisis? Can't you just do something different and shake it up? Why is it when you turn 40 you're just expected to keep the status quo? If I turn 40, I'm 34 right now. If I turn 40 and I decide that I want to, I don't know, grow out a mohawk because i've never had a mohawk it'll look awful it'd be a dumb decision but i work in radio nobody would really judge too hard then so be it i'm not having a midlife crisis maybe i just always thought it'd be cool to have a mohawk and i'm 40 years old and i've never done one i don't think that but the option should be on the table all right better fine more realistic i want to go buy a, a corvette Because I turned 40 years old, and I've always wanted to own a yellow Corvette. It was my my older brother's favorite vehicle, a yellow Corvette. I always wanted to own a yellow Corvette, and I always dreamed to own this this Corvette. And I'm making enough money to afford it. I'm a good husband. I'm a good father. Go get the Corvette. It's not a midlife crisis. It's a cool car, and you get to impress uh, 10-year-old you. What's wrong with that? I'm all about the idea that impressing 10-year-old you should be something you get to do at 40 years old, and you shouldn't get judged for it. I buy Jordans. 10-year-old me thought buying Jordans was sweet. So I buy Jordans now at 34 years old because it makes 10-year-old me happy, and that's okay. That's not a bad thing in life. righty, we move on. Nick, on my take with the statute of limitation for coaches, Coming off Super Bowl wins so many years ago. I didn't get to
3: hear the segment, but I got to hear the lead-up to the segment from JP last night. Talking about how Mike Tomlin is apparently getting a contract extension, but yet Bill Belichick, who has won a Super Bowl more recently, could be on the hot seat. And I would say the difference is Mike Tomlin has consistently overachieved with his teams, including being into the postseason a lot here recently. And Bill Belichick, since Tom Brady has left, has been a shell of himself. Right? And and I like, he has just tried things that haven't worked. There was the Cam Newton experiment, which worked for oh about uh, about three games, if I'm remembering correctly, and that was a team that finished on the outside. As a matter of fact, in the last three years, Kevin Stefanski has one more regular season win than bill belichick and i believe he's got one more playoff win than bill belichick i think that's all you need to know
0: okay he's also got one more playoff win than mike tomlin isn't that all you need to know nick you can't tell me the problem is lack of playoff wins with bill belichick when mike tomlin hasn't won a playoff game since 2016 I should have told this to him earlier. That's a checkmate right there, isn't it? That's a checkmate. That is a – got to do more research on Mike Tomlin. That is a checkmate. And I apologize to Nick that I wasn't able to give this takeoff earlier to him because I didn't put together that I was even going to do this until it was entirely too late. That is my mistake. Hand up. I feel like in this scenario I would have loved to have had – I would have gone on his show earlier today. If I had known that this was going to be a discussion, I would have loved to have done this because Mike Tomlin does not deserve the same pass And honestly, the real answer here is that Belichick or Tomlin don't deserve a pass. Nobody deserves a pass when you've been that good but not winning of a head coach the way that these two gentlemen have been. But when you win six titles, the statute of limitations on yourself, I do believe, gets extended out a little bit further than someone like Tomlin who hasn't won a Super Bowl since the iPhone 4 was invented. Been a long time. And James, you're a phone guy, so you knew, you know firsthand. iPhone 4, 14 years ago. A ridiculously long time. All right, leave that there. We come on back. Want to hear me? 474 92 Did I have David and Joku all wrong? Did I do this wrong? We'll talk about it when we come on back. Also, we got off the beaten path coming your way at nine forty. We gotta get to a Miles Garrett discussion. That happens in the ten o'clock hour. But first, Let's hit you up with the Jake Murrin Sports Update.